1: And so I think maybe it is like whether it's me or someone else, maybe ask the quiet person in the room for their opinion and kind of try to gently encourage them to contribute more to the conversation or whatever. Traveling New Zealand featuring and celebrating amazing women in tech
0: all across the North Island and South Island, I came across James with Werewolf. And man, was he helpful in connecting me to the women in tech community in order to enable me to empower these incredible women to move forward so just passionate about
2: women in tech. My name is James Burns. I'm Chief Marketing Officer at Werewolf, the app for venture tourism operators. I've had the pleasure of working for a lot of really smart women, and uh, both in tech and outside of tech. And it's just generally been my experience over the last 20 years that there's not nearly enough women's voices in leadership roles in, in tech companies. And so I just think it's important that we have that sort of voice. Uh, myself, I have two young daughters who today are four and six. And I want to make sure that when they get to an age where they're ready to start their first company, that they have all the opportunity and support they need. Werewolf makes it easy for adventure tourism operators, everything from skydiving companies and bungee operators to jet boating and rafting companies to go paperless. To handle the guests from arrival all the way through departure, um, check them in through a really beautiful custom branded iPad app, ask them a lot of key questions take that data to build a customer marketing database. we was recognized by Deloitte in their Fast 50 awards for this year as the rising star one to watch. And as we move to the United States, it's really important that we continue to capitalize on the kind of growth that we've experienced over the last three years. And we're doubling, tripling size of the company annually. Queenstown is the adventure capital of the world. Right, we have 150 plus adventure tourism operators just within a 10 minute drive of where we're sitting right now. Any activity you can think of you'd want to do, you can do it bungee jumping was invented here. Jet boating was invented here. I mean, there's so much that happens here. There's so much innovation around the adventure topic that we're really primed well to leverage that. And that's no better place for us to be based.
0: Be sure to explore more about werewolf at getwerewolf.com. That's G-E-T-W-H-E-R-E-W-O-L-F.com. Welcome back to the Women in Tech Podcast. As we travel around New Zealand, the North and South Islands, celebrating the most innovative and incredible women in tech, I feel so grateful to meet these extraordinary people. And next up, we have Katie. Welcome, Katie. Thank you. And so go ahead, introduce yourself, and tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you
1: do. Mm -hmm. Well, I'd like to start off by saying that I'm sick at the moment, so my energy levels are definitely not matching yours. (laughs) Um, But Yes, so my name's Katie Graham. I work at a company called WebScope, which I co-founded coming up seven years ago, and currently I'm working as the technical director there. And uh, when did you first fall in love with technology? That's um, that's kind of a tricky one because I think it's been a lifelong thing for me. So even when I was a little kid, I was fascinated with trying to figure out how things worked, wanting to pull things apart. Um, You know, whether it was cars or radios or cameras, um, my dad's stereo, things like that. Um, But in terms of what I'm doing now, I guess yeah. As soon as I kind of discovered computers as a small child, I was just obsessed. And then, especially a few years later, when I was a teenager, and the internet was a thing, um, I found out that you could make your own websites, and it just kind of went from there, really. And
0: and tell me about the company you work for now. Like, what does your day to day look like?
1: Um, well, so we create software, um, web-based software, and a lot of the clients that we have are in um, like the financial sector and other service industries. Um, my job day-to-day is it's a bit all over the place, really, so sometimes I might be doing actual development myself, other times I might be you know, setting up servers, handling deployments for other people, and um, I have to try and remember to make time to actually work on the business side of things, too.
0: And uh, what is a challenge that you have overcome successfully, and what did you learn from it?
1: Yeah, I'm really struggling to think of something there. I mean,
0: I feel like a challenge that you're overcoming right now is you don't feel well yeah. and you're showing up anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's it. I think anytime I've been asked to do something like this, I've ended up being sick. Or um, The last time I was actually, I flew back from New York the day before. So I was entirely jet lagged and um, turned up to something that I didn't realize was actually being broadcast and videoed. And so I was just wearing like a cat fur covered sweatshirt. <laughs> and, um, but apparently it still went well. So yeah, Let's go with
0: that. Well, it's going well right now. No, I think I think it's incredible that you showed up. I know what a shitty feeling it is when you don't feel yourself and you don't feel your energy and you have to put yourself out there regardless. And, and it's it feels impossible on the inside. Um. So what what educational resources have you accessed over time or? What have you utilized in order
1: to further develop your skill set? Sure. So um, I'm not actually formally trained in terms of what I do. Um, Out of high school, I studied audio engineering and music production for two years. Right. Something else that's kind of, I guess, in a technical area. Um, After that, I ended up doing a Bachelor of Design. So I studied um, graphic design, visual communication, that kind of thing for four years. And it was after that that, well, it was while I was doing that degree that I realized I should combine my love for um, computers and programming with what I was learning at design school and get, you know, further into the website thing and actually make that a job instead of just a hobby. Um, of course, probably since then, I'm not sure I've actually designed anything. It's just all been programming. Um, but So, yeah, because I've been self-taught, it's just um, I'm a big fan of, you know, just figuring things out, like trial and error. Um, I don't, I'm not the type of person that learns from watching videos, but I find going to conferences really inspiring. And I always learn a lot from them. And kind of, you know, the last conference I went to was Webstock down in Wellington um, last month. And I think by lunchtime on the first day, I had a list of about 10 books that I wanted to buy and read just to continue learning. and. Even though they're not necessarily technical books, um, a lot of them are kind of like more about psychology, philosophy, different things like that. It all kind of comes together to inform, you know, how you operate, how you work, how you think and how you approach things. And Wellington, for those of you who don't know, is on the southern
0: point of the North Island. Yeah. It's an awesome city. We just flew flew back in from there. And uh, what is your favorite tech tool?
1: Oh, that is another tricky one. Um I think I'm just going to have to go with my laptop so just a Mac laptop Um, you know you can install you know whatever you need on it and it runs pretty solidly and reliably and I think I wouldn't be able to do what I do without that Um, outside of that um, I'm I mean I'm a massive fan of open source software and technologies and so I think yeah I have to have a big shout out to anyone that works on those and allows the rest of us to kind of like build on top of what they're doing is there a website or a mobile app that you
0: just think is the the coolest thing ever
1: the software that comes to mind actually is um a few years ago i switched from using you know just kind of like a text editor to using a proper ide so i'm using php storm and i find that that was a life-changer Especially, you know, it just makes your life a whole lot easier programming when um, you've got, you know, all the, you know, extra resources and stuff that come with that. And I was just kind of kicking myself for not doing it years earlier and just resisting it, you know? So PHP Storm. Yeah. And we'll include it in the show notes too. (laughs) Do you have a book that is your favorite? Professionally
0: or personally?
1: Again, that's a hard one because I guess I don't kind of, keep uh you know like reading the same books over and over yeah um the thing that actually comes to mind is a book called how buildings learn and that was something that i think i saw recommended on twitter years and years ago so i thought it sounded interesting and bought that and read it and i guess the gist of it is that um you know you can't just decide up front how things are going to be build it and never change things have to adapt and you know as someone who's creating software or websites you can't just assume that you know everything and that the people that are going to be using what you've created are going to use it in that way so you have to kind of maybe work in iterations and stop and see how are people using this because if they're using it in a completely different way than you anticipated you can decide just to kind of roll with that instead of trying to force them to use it the way that you anticipated.
0: And what's what's one thing that we can do as a community to support you and your success and accelerating you forward?
1: I'm not sure. I think maybe it's just important because I am quite a shy and quiet person. I think it's easy for me to you know, not contribute much in terms of conversations and things like that, just sit there quietly and listening to other people. And so I think maybe it is like whether it's me or someone else, maybe ask the quiet person in the room for their opinion and kind of try gently encourage them to contribute more to the conversation or whatever. And where can people connect with you online? Um so on Twitter I'm Katie Bot, that's K-A-T-I-E-B-O-T. And that's probably the best place. And where can they find out more about your company? Um, So that would be at our website, which is webscope.co.nz. It's wildly out of date, um, embarrassingly enough, but we did have a chat about that this morning, so we'll hopefully be bringing that up to date soon. And can you spell it for us? That's w-e-b-s-c-o-p-e.co.nz. Cool. Is there anything else you wanted to share before we wrap up? Um, no, but I'd just like to say Thank you for doing what you do I think it's, it's amazing And Aww. thank you for asking me to be part of it
0: Yeah, of course Thank you very much for the acknowledgement I appreciate it if you want to connect with more incredible women in tech Around the world Remember to connect uh, with us on the Facebook group WomenInTechVIP.com That's WomenInTechVIP.com it Takes you straight to the Facebook group Say hello at so, on social At women in tech show, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook I have a sticker for Katie. So if you guys want a sticker, just tweet at us, Insta us, Facebook us, and we'll get you that sticker too. And I will talk to you guys here. You guys see you guys in the next episode. Bye. My name's Esprit Devora. stories with you so that you can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. The Women in Tech podcast is an independent production funded by you, the community. To support Women in Tech, if you believe in the vision as much as we do, please consider going to womenintechpodcast.com. That's womenintechpodcast.com and just click on the contribution link to keep this podcast going. Thank you.